Tell us what you're doing. Welcome to another what? episode of. Okay, so what are you doing? Okay, you, st- you go, bro. The corner. <laughs> this is the best. I think that is just an authentic start. I think so too. You know, I just want to say how you, how you guys doing? We we we've been away for three weeks. The listeners have told us to come back. They haven't asked us to come back. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. Thanks for screwing up that intro, though. I mean, I know it's uh, it's good fun, but uh, hell yeah, let's go. It's good to be back. Not three weeks. I think it's only been two weeks. Okay, okay. Keep telling yourself that. The listeners have been moaning at me every week. No, it has uh, only been two. Yeah, I think also, it's only been two. Uh, you, you usually say, from the corner, but now this uh, time we didn't hear anything, so I had to say No, 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 not in your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was an intro, dude. We're going to talk about Angela Hill. We're going to talk about Michelle Watterson. We're going to talk about Cowboy Cerrone. We're going to talk about Alistair Overeem's face. And we've got some surprises for you at the end as well. Stay tuned. Yeah, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it really feels good to be back. But uh, where are we going to start, guys? I mean, it was, a, it was an interesting weekend. I've got, I've got some things that I wouldn't mind uh, touching on uh, a little later in terms because there was a lot of controversy on the weekend as well. Yeah, I've got one that I would love to bring up, but maybe it's the same one. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, well let's first, yeah. hit it. Uh, well, do you want to speak about prelims at all? Yeah. Uh, I, did I watch the prelims? Uh, yes. Yes. Let's. I, I watched the prelims. Um, you go first, dude. Um, well, we started off with Sabina versus uh, Justine. Which was a very interesting fight. Um, I don't know if you saw that one. Sabrina, I think this is, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it came down to submission in the third round. Mm. Um, She's such an interesting fighter. I mean, she's tall and lanky. Oh, Um, yes, she was the one. Oh, yes, 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 I remember. Getting some uh, beautiful head kicks there as well. She was on fire. But it was quite a boring fight to watch. But um, some beautiful shots happened throughout, and then she got the submission in the last round. Yeah, but uh, don't forget the the head kick. That oh, that, dude, that uh, head kick was yeah, beautiful. That was insane. But I mean, she's got the height; she can just lift up her leg halfway, and she just claps anyone in the face. <laughs> she she does have legs for days, though. What do you say, Dan? Oh, you did you didn't see the prelims, eh, Dan? I didn't see Sabina Mazo, but I'm just pulling up a couple pictures of her. I like to see, you know, how the how the ladies look, uh, you know, do they look healthy at that weight class? That's what I'm mostly concerned at. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, she, 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 um, um, she kept on throwing super um, accurate head kicks right throughout that, that entire fight. It was, it was, yeah. it, was it was pretty, pretty interesting to watch. And okay, she looked and like the most unassuming fighter as well. She yeah, had like the most innocent face. Her before, and she, she did the same thing. Like fights very interestingly but also brought it out in the last fight i think if i remember correctly yeah, yeah I, just I, d- put- I didn't i think it was a debut wasn't it 
Just oh, a bit yeah, of a tech, maybe. just a bit of a technical issue. Jay, Jay just pull your mic a bit closer because it might. Oh, I yes. do, I do. Yeah, it's a bit soft. I do want to also say sorry to the listeners for last week where my microphone was just a bit too far away. Yes. And I yes. do want to, I do want to say that we will sort our shit out from now on. Yeah, um, we we really we trying try, to we, we we're trying to obviously always improve. That's that's the aim yeah, of we, the, the we, aim of the game. And we got to give the listeners what they want. One hundred percent. So it's Julia Avila. Wasn't it? No, no, no. It was, uh, yeah. Sorry, I got it wrong. Sabina Mazo versus Justine yeah, Kish. Justine Kish versus yeah. Sabina Mazo. So, so you guys say Sabina Mazo, she looks like a featherweight just because she's so, I think it's because she's so, she's tall. so tall. She looks yeah. like a Megan she cuts Anderson. A lot of weight. She's built like Megan Anderson. Yeah, but she's a flyweight, so she's in Rose's yeah. division. No, 100%, but she's like a smaller version no. of Megan Anderson. Sorry, she's not, a, so, so she's not a strawweight. Okay. I, I don't know. Is she a strawweight? No, she's a flyweight. Fly sorry, yeah. my bad. Yeah. Okay, and then I see uh, just above the uh, on the card is Anthony Ivy. Weren't you talking about him two weeks ago? No, no, what? no. Brian Barberina. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Brian Barberina. He's the guy that uh, gets his kids to paint his toenails and his and they uh, <laughs> and his uh, oh, fingernails, yes. and they get to cho cho choose the color. He always comes in with a massive mohawk. He's really heavy-handed and is just so durable. It's just always such a fun time uh, watching him fight. He's a man's man. Yeah. <laughs> he's a family man. He's a he's providing he's for a family his family. Man, yeah. Yeah. And he comes out there he comes out there with pink fingernails and he whips your ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um he, he, he does he, it in style. He's coming off a loss, I think he is uh, as well. So it's good to see him back in the in 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 the wind column. Now, this next catchweight fight, another catchweight fight, how's this? Um mm. the COVID catchweights. The the, the Tarantula, the Tarantula Jalen Turner. Um, first of all, you got to mention that he, he weighed in with a tarantula in his hand. And um, it was crazy. Nice. Um, yeah, apparently, apparently he's got like something like 50 something. Something like over 200 crazy. tarantulas oh, or yeah, spiders. Um, not I, I don't think they're, they're all tarantulas, but 200 uh, different species of spider as pets. Um, weighed in with a, uh, with a uh, tarantula. tarantula and then... Brock Weaver was a super, <laughs> it was a super um, intense way, uh, uh, face off. And then Jalen Turner just turns it up in the second round, gets a finish, and then they end up just chatting like yeah, mates after so cool. the fight. It was insane to watch. It was awesome. Just giving it a blow by blow in, in the ring. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool to see. Did you, did you see any of that on Instagram? They're, they're, it was all over. I didn't. Uh, but talking about blow by blows, so you guys are saying they went tit for tat. He finished him with a submission, and then they just chatted like mates. Yeah, it was kind of so like, cool. like uh, the rugby boys after the rugby match. Yeah, I mean, he was like, "What did you That's drop him?" He's like, "Overhand right." He's like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, I caught that one." He was like, "Yeah, I was really worried about that one." Um, what was what was the submission? I see it was in round two, four minutes of round two. What, what did he sub him with? It was a rear naked choke. Uh, Choke, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and uh, it was cool. You know, Jalen Turner was Michael Bisping, uh, his main sparring partner for the Luke Rockhold rematch. I didn't, I didn't oh, wow. know that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. What, what, what does he, he weigh? It says catch weight. I can't, are these guys middle weights? No, no, no. Jeez, they are uh, light, uh, welterweight, if, I, if okay. I can remember correctly. Lightweight. Well, welter, no, lightweight. Welterweight. A welterweight versus Michael Bisping is not a massive difference, but a lightweight. Yeah, but versus... remember, you're not cutting weight to spar with Michael Bisping. 
Yeah, you're not, but that makes it even. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, because he's Michael, Michael Michael's not cutting not, weight either, yeah. yeah but anyway, yeah. who knows? Um, he's a long, lanky guy. So no, I suppose, yeah, you, it doesn't matter. You you get someone with range and you get yeah. someone with short arms who can choke the shit out of your neck. And if you're grappling with someone like uh, Jakarai Souza, you get a heavyweight with short arms that's got strength so that when you do fall on the floor with Jakarai, you at least have grappled with someone that's very strong. I think that's yeah. the way they probably go for it. Um, I think the hardest guy, just on that, uh, before we move on, I think the hardest guy to probably try, uh, while we're on this topic, the hardest guy to prepare for in terms of his body and his mass is probably Izzy Adesanya. I was also thinking, because, I was thinking that while you're saying that now, it's like, yeah, because he's, he's so rangy, but he's yeah. so skilled. I mean, he knocked out Robert Whitaker, like any B, yeah, he's just, his, he's walked through absolute murderers and you're going to try find a guy to try and, um, you know, match his attributes, it's going to be difficult no matter what you do. Um, we've never seen him on the ground, really. Um, I believe he's got a blue belt. But, uh, yeah, that would be interesting. I, I just, sorry, guys, I'm sidetracked, but I no, just no can't stress, bro. wait for Izzy's next fight. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Oh, my word. I mean, there's been, I mean, it's been an insane build-up. It's been super fun to watch. Yeah, um, yeah I, I suppose I suppose we'll talk that about that next week because we got to still talk about uh, chaos tonight. So, yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. We'll, we'll that's, get there. That, we'll that's get gonna we're gonna have to get get to that next week, hundred um, yeah. percent. A very f um, entertaining fight was. Uh, what were you gonna say there, Jay? The heavyweight. The heavyweight. Yeah. Well, uh, take you take yes, you talk was. us through it, bro. So I mean, I've never seen two big O's go at it like with so much energy. Especially, what's his name? Alexander? Alexander? Uh, Romanov. Romanov. Yeah, Romanov. Yes. Romanov, he was yeah. on fire, flipping, picking him up, throwing, like giving a back throw. And he was just all <laughs> Suplex. Yes, it was amazing. <laughs> back throw. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. The back throw, you know? The back throw. Threw um, <laughs> but I mean, how he picked him up, I don't know. Because there was some, there's definitely some heavyweightness happening in that ring. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it was amazing. It yeah, was entertaining to watch, and he was doing those double-handed um, like hammer oh, yeah. fists. It was, it was good. It was good to watch. Oh but my uh, god, I need. Okay, I'll go back and watch this one. Yeah, Sorry, and he, guys, and he actually did the the lasso thing. It was, it was hilarious, man. It was too funny. But then got him with the submission. What did he? What yeah. did he sub him with? I see. It's also uh, round two. Arm triangle, me. I think it was. I was gonna say arm triangle. Yeah. yeah okay. I think body triangle. No arm triangle. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, yeah, then then this is the biggest upset of the entire card uh, on the prelims. Roosevelt Roberts, who's been on an absolute tear um, and has been doing an absolute style. I mean, he even like, uh, tweets Bisping before he walks out and says, just, uh, I can't wait for you to see me whip this guy's ass kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, this guy comes out, he's been waiting to get into or for an opportunity for about uh, 13 years to get into the UFC. He's a kind of like a journeyman um, kind of fighter. Gets this opportunity, um, not to mention that he got the opportunity previously, failed a COVID test, got cut from the UFC before he got the opportunity because he tested positive for COVID, and then comes out and starches... Um, uh, uh, first drops Roberts in the first first exchange. It was must have been in the first ten seconds of the fight. Yeah, it was drops amazing. him, uh, manages to get a hold of his neck and gets him in a standing, uh, uh, standing guillotine. 
Yeah. Amazing. Mm. It, it was in 30 seconds. 31 seconds. Insane. Yeah. Uh, was they call him the redneck as well? Who, uh, Kevin Kroom. Uh, yeah, Kevin oh, Kroom. He also, I don't know what they call him, um, but it was hilarious. He came at, with a butterfly knife, but the end was not a, a comb, knife. It yeah. was a comb. <laughs> it was the best. He's just yeah. standing there flicking this thing and brushing his hair. Yeah. And then... Oh, it was great. The next fight was Julia Avila versus Sh- Sajara uh, Eubanks. And... Uh, you know, Sajara's been in the news a couple of times, you know, when, you know, when, remember when Joe Rogan goes, I'm the UFC commentator and I don't even know who Sajara Eubanks is. And she was <laughs> going to fight Chevchenko for the title. Um, and she came out and had a dominant performance against Julia Avila, who completely starched the last uh, person she fought. So it was interesting. So she's starting to look good. I mean, so, not, not, yes, not anything. Sajara's. Yeah. Sajara's good, wasn't wasn't Sajara really wanting her title shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, uh, but I mean, remember when she was booked to to fight Shevchenko, and then yeah. uh, Joe Rogan and Brennan Sharp had a luck because they didn't know who she was, and then all of a sudden she was not fighting Shevchenko, and then it was all of a sudden JoJo Calderwood. Yeah, and then she, but I mean, Calderwood went and fought Je- Jennifer Meyer. Jennifer Meyer starches Calderwood, and now is fighting Shevchenko for the title. Okay, well, I'm looking at her record. She's beaten Roxanne Modafferi, which is good. Uh, but she's lost to Aspen Ladd twice. Okay. In the last six fights. So, yeah, I'd love to see Sajari. Look, she's 35. She needs to... I would like her to be fast-tracked, too, um, to Shevchenko, because I think she's got some beef to squash. What do you think, Jet? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know any of those fights. I didn't actually even watch that one. I don't think. I think I missed it. Um, but yeah, I'm always keen for fights, bro. I see her trainer's Mark Henry. That's that's cool. Yeah. Um, all right. That that's the prelim card done. It was actually a killer prelim card. It was a very entertaining. It, it was a very entertaining. It, it was a very entertaining uh, <laughs> prelim card. <laughs> Amazing. I see. I see Bobby Green's on the main card. Oh, Your dude, that was, that was amazing to watch. I really love that guy. Um, all right, so bring us in with Billy Q versus Carl Nelson, uh, J-Rad. Um, also a great fight. I think it ended in the third round with a TKO. Um, I'm trying to recall. I can also read it off the page, bro. Well, no, well, <laughs> I, yeah, but I'm I'll, trying to remember what the... Trying to Dude, piece okay. That so I it see was, they, they started the third round and he just walked towards him and murdered him. Oh, that and was it. it. He it was got an, him down in the second. Yeah. And, and was then the buzzer went and then came back and just swung one club down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was insane that that punch was felt seriously. I think who with whoever was watching it. I mean, especially that there was no crowd in in um, in attendance. You could just hear the pure impact, and you could see that it was like a perfect right cross. But he gave it yes. everything. Um, uh, you know, because he was coming out in the third round. They had a killer uh, a first round, but he, I mean, I think he still won the first two rounds. Yeah. And then the second round, he just gave it to him with that 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 uh, right cross it was insane. I mean, it, it could have been because of that second round, that that uh, beginning of the third round, that right hook just actually yeah, but Nelson because he was so wobbly already. Yeah, N- Nelson was fading towards uh, the end of the second round, uh, yeah. but but you know, he, he was he was actually broken by the end of the the, the second round, and and I think that that 
uh, one punch was just the broke that cooked uh what do you call straw. it the straw, the straw that, that broke that the camel's broke. back, back yeah. <laughs> yeah all right then then your your punch. favorite guy uh bobby, bobby green. green that's it i always um, say i'm gonna watch his fights and then i miss them he, he fought alain patrick well okay yeah. alain patrick of uh, brazil <laughs> And you know Bobby Green, bro, he's he's gets better with every fight. I mean, he's always been an elite fighter, as far as I'm concerned. And and they even said that on the broadcast. I've I've always enjoyed watching him fight. And he, I love uh, he got a career best takedown uh, in, in takedowns against a, a ground uh, ground fighter. It was insane. Uh, good it was just a good uh, ground out thirty twenty seven decision. Is there was nothing bad to say about the king, Bobby Green. He must just keep. Mm. He must just keep fighting. He must just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's on a good tra- trajectory. And just keep going. And and he, I mean, obviously we all know of the sad news. You know, Dana tried to get involved in. Uh, you know, we're not going to go into yeah. too much detail yeah. with regards well, we, to that. We we we're going to come to that at the end before okay. it burns. Yeah. Why and is a picture. Yeah. I will, yeah. Well, I think maybe after the burns. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. Maybe we can, but I was just that's part of the social media burns, but it's not okay. a burn. Yeah, it's, it's just the top news. It's like burn. we're top gonna talk about George St. Pierre's hair as well. Okay, it's an event. <laughs> but um yeah, so Bobby yeah, Green did the- even refuse to have a post fight interview. Um that that's basically what I was gonna say. And 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 to Bisping's credit, he handled it super well. Bisping's got oh. really good at his commentary, eh? No, he's done yeah. very well. Uh, I really think Bisping cool. is 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 up there, top three color commentators um then this fight was just a complete and utter disaster is this the one you're talking about because this is what i was i think everybody's talking about i think every combat sports podcast or uh news outlet is is all talking uh, are all talking about this fight between ed herman and mike rodriguez where it was just it was it was it was a it was a very very sad situation yeah um ed herman was dropped by a knee to the liver uh i watched this one he was dropped by a knee to the liver and the ref saw it as a nut shot gave him called it a low blow and he took the full five minutes and and uh pretended to be kicked in the nuts and then got a second win and managed to get i mean only a veteran would pull that off to manage to to pull off uh, a kimura i mean i was i, I was um watching who did i who did i uh, who was i watching i think i can't remember where where the where the person who's a practitioner i mean a mixed martial artist said that is white belt shit um yeah yeah to get caught in that kimura was really bad um but i think what happened was yeah the, look the ref fucked it up sorry we, there we go demonetized but the ref <laughs> the ref did well we need subscribers to before to worry about that <laughs> yeah. no the ref the ref missed uh, this is the this is the I, I watched a couple of the i watched a couple of the top fights and um on the card and and i thought you know how the how the hell did the ref get that so wrong um because even in real time i could see that he need him in the stomach it was nowhere near the groin yeah, um no uh, but we're all human we make mistakes what what would be nice is if they maybe change the rules to 
you know, if, uh, apparently only the rule is at the moment, apparently if you do look at the replay, you can only look at the replay once you've called the fight. Yeah. So once the decision's been made, then you can look at a replay, but then the fight's over. So I think it would be cool is if the ref called time and he says, okay, hold on. I've called um, a stoppage because I thought it was a low blow. He looks at the replay. He sees that it wasn't a low blow and he says, fight. That's how yeah, it should work. Yeah, totally. In my, in my opinion. Um, but just going back to the Kimura, um, I think it was actually really good jujitsu from, um, from Ed Herman. And I think what, what he did was he surprised Rodriguez by putting, getting, the, getting the, the lock in place and then he threw his leg over the head, which really yeah. pulled it tight. And he got, he got the tap very quickly after that. So... I don't think yeah. he only surprised Mike. I think he surprised himself as well. Because I think he surprised everybody. But like, yeah. like Rock said, you know, it's, it, it takes a, a real veteran to do that because uh, I think Mike Rodriguez gassed himself out. His arms were blown out by the time that he, um, you know, and that there, yeah. it took, a, took a hell of a chin from Herman to actually take that beating and then get the Camaro off. Yeah, and yeah. you could see at uh, the post-fight interview, he, you could see he felt like shit. Like he knew exactly what he did. They even called him out uh, on it. And he was trying to like go beat around the bush, but he knew exactly what. You happened. know what? Though? It's it's sport. It's sport. Yeah, You've got yeah. to game the system. Like when I play club for Old Mutual, if the ref doesn't see that the ball crossed the line, my goalkeeper is going to kick it away, and he's going to look at me like this, and I'm going to go, I didn't see it. You yeah, you got yeah. a game. You it's yeah. it's part of the game, and it's part of sports. It's sometimes a little bit dishonest, but you want to win. That's what that's why you come out, and that's why you do it. Yeah. Yeah absolutely um but yeah i mean it's still it's a loss on mike rodriguez's is um record, record and yeah. i think ed herman may be looking at himself today going ah because i mean they were also comparing that to the anthony smith uh john jones fight well anthony smith anthony could have could have milked that uh, dq because he got an illegal knee to the head yeah but it's different i think because it, uh, Anthony Smith, he was w he would have sort of been right. He would have been in his right to do it because you, you know, he was a tough guy, so he stood up. Whereas this guy, the ref fucked up. He's looking at it like, damn it, I'm losing this fight. I'm gonna game the situation as much yeah. as I can. Mm, Anthony, totally. so sure, Anthony Anthony Smith could have gamed the situation as well. But uh, in this in this case, the ref fucked up, not the fighter. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Dana White in the post-press conference. This is Mazagari shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious yeah, he to watch, bro. Yeah, Dana White doesn't pull any punches. If no, you he, fucked up, he's going to tell you. Absolutely. But now I see they, they both have no contest. Do, do we know what that was for? I think that's for a previous fight. I don't, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you spoke about the Happy Warrior earlier, the dude. The Happy Warrior. That's it. You spoke about um, Roxanne Modafferi, and she took uh, on Andrea Lee, which was, you know, Andrea Lee. I've, I've, I've struggled to watch her in the past because, you know, she, she, she you know, those tennis players, they go, ha, ha, yeah, ha. So I mean, it's her style, but at the end of the day, it was, it was quite tough to, 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 to get to carry on watching that, and then. Um, but Rox, Roxanne Modafferi is, I mean, she, what's her record? It's 25 and 18. It's yes. nuts. Yeah, she's, she's, she's got like a 40-something uh, pro fight. And she's doing the damn thing. And she's, she, I mean, Andrea Lee, she, she came into the UFC with a bit of a, with a, bit of a hype. And uh, 
Roxanne just keeps on knocking these chicks down. It's it's great to yeah. watch, and I love her attitude and how she's silly she better, is. It's amazing. Um, What's that? I think with she's uh, Jay says she's getting she's, better, but yeah. I, I think uh, with with Roxanne Monaferi, she's everyone's favorite librarian. You know, that's, yeah. just the, that's just the, the vibe <laughs> she gives off <laughs> but she's um she'll lose to like a nobody then she'll she'll beat macy barber and then she'll lose to like someone we've never heard of and then she'll beat andrea lee so you know you got to have people like that in the division to yeah. keep you on your toes um she hasn't she come off two losses already and this was now a win if i remember correctly no she came off one uh yeah well she had a, a macy barber win in between there she oh, beat okay. Macy Barber, who's like a big prospect. And I, I'm, I'm a big believer in Macy Barber. I love her style. Uh, I think she's exciting. She's young. Uh, she's got a lot of talent. And I think they put her against Roxanne, thinking that she, it would be like another feather in her cap. Yeah, and yeah. Roxanne's got incredible jiu-jitsu, so that didn't work out. Totally. Yeah, I don't think she's going anywhere faster. Well, she's I think she's like 36. She's she'll she, you know what? You can always go get a book at the library. You'll see her there. <laughs> Prospect, yeah, she. Yeah. I, I like her. I like her a lot. She's she's got that calm demeanor and she wins a fight and she goes out there and she's just like, "Yeah, no, I just enjoyed myself." <laughs> yeah, no, but just that's what she said. She's just She's going to be doing this until she she can't well, anymore, and she just wants more fights. She just loves fighting, and that's all she wants to do, which is great. And she 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 somehow also she she's I think she's quite experienced now, so maybe it's that. But she she avoids getting hit. She hasn't been knocked out. I looked at her record. I, I might be wrong. I think she was once body slammed, but she's never been knocked out in like the last ten years or something. It's yeah. crazy. She, does, she avoids getting hit quite well. She's obviously got a very good boxing coach who teaches her, or whether it's a karate coach, I don't know. She's got a good striking coach who teaches her how to move out the way and try and look for grappling situations in the clinch. So yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, she's a good one to watch. I know she's getting on in age, but she looks, you know, she's not, uh, she's not looking like Alistair Overeem's face. <laughs> we'll Definitely not. I mean, especially not at that weight either. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, you know, um, yeah, she's not getting her, her, she's not getting her motherboard short circuited every weekend, <laughs> like, like Junior Dos Santos. And, yeah, jeez, and man, um, those heavyweights. Uh, imagine, imagine uh, getting hit five times or at least ten times by Francis. No, I mean, I think it's just once, and then the ref. No, but I mean, look at Stipe. Stipe grinded out for five minutes, and he took some heavy shots. Yeah. yeah, but he, he is the baddest man on the planet, so it's different. <laughs> <laughs> True story. All right, then this is another big story from the weekend is Ottoman Azatar, Azaitar versus Karma Worthy. Karma Worthy has also been on an amazing uh, win streak, and Ottoman Azaitar is one of Ali Belaziz's dudes and comes out absolutely blitzes karma worthy first round i think yeah one minute 33 of the first round yeah. takes out karma worthy an excellent fighter um there's nothing else to say this guy's on fire so hopefully to see him in in, in fight island soon but karma worthy as well i mean he's 16 and 7 he's been around f uh not very long in in the ufc it's uh, I, I like his his style as well because he was not shy to get involved in that brawl 
but unfortunately yeah, he got caught yeah you know there's going to be one sharper guy and unfortunately it was ottoman on the day but i really like karma worthy as well i don't think um it was you know it must be quite demoralizing for him to have lost in one minute 33 of 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 the first round but the guy is still a killer yeah so would you say um would you say Otman Azatar? Because I haven't mm. heard of this guy, but he's got th- he's thirteen and zero. Yeah, and it looks he's like undefeated. He, he just got a first round knockout. Who do you? And he's in a stacked division. Who do you say is next? Um, sure, he's, a him, light, get, he's in the lightweight division. He, he isn't throw, even ranked. Throw him to the throw him to the sharks like Dan Hooker or build no, him up no, no. He, he's he's not even in the top fifteen. So yeah, you got to give him That's someone. I just want to throw into the shots. Maybe no. Maybe <laughs> give him another. And don't you know he's thirteen and oh, Look at what Adesanya. When did Adesanya come in? How how many how many uh, fights did he no, have on his pro record when he came into the UFC? And he fought seven times to get to the title. Yeah, but he's is he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's but the, I mean, Ottoman. Middleweight on the he's, he's a little bit more uh, quicker on the draw. You know, this is a one minute thirty three knockout. Um, yeah, no, you got to build, gotta build them up slowly. Yeah, yeah. So give you know what, give him the winner of the Drew Dober fight that's coming up. Oh, When's who knows? That? Uh, it's Rafael uh, Pereira. Uh, no, it's 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 uh, Diego Ferreira versus uh, versus. Uh, who did I just say? Drew Dober. Drew Dober. That's yeah. it. But you, that's you, like you, you boy. Mean, eh? We should we should have Gaza for a call in one day. No, he must. He must come on. Um, were you meaning? Were you meaning to say Drew Dober? Uh, is he on the prelims next week? Uh, no, no, no. He's he's. I don't know when he's fighting, but uh, he's he's that he's booked enough, to yeah. fight. Um, uh, he's uh, he's he's yeah, fighting yeah. when Izzy fights. He's fighting on that card. Yeah, UFC two five three. Yeah, that's it. Oh wow, that's a that's a very stacked card. But we'll we'll come. But we'll get to that next week. No, no, hundred percent. Um, so the main the main event yeah Karate you, you take us through it dan since it's the only fight you watched well no i watched i watched the <laughs> i watched the um i watched the, Ab- the i watched the aberration that was mazagati <laughs> mazagati yeah. jr no no so I, i've watched the highlights of watterson and hill so you guys can go through it what i will say is i was quite uh yeah it looked like a very good fight i think angela hill is a very good striker i didn't think that she so she's a muay thai chick Mm. but um you know you have to be a very very high level muay thai fighter to stand and bang with michelle watterson because she's such a good karate player um some you need someone like a uh, joanna can't say her last name joanna jodajic something like that so so angela hill looked right up to the part and uh, i think what, from what i saw from the highlights she was she was, she was cool um yeah you take us through the fight and then i'll tell you what surprised me afterwards well look it, 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 it wasn't one. Uh, it wasn't it was it was super close but as far as yeah. i'm concerned my honest and humble opinion i believe that angela hill won the fight um if you if you just take a look at how they both looked at the end of the fight. Angela Hill, yeah. no damage. Uh, M- Michelle Watterson was leaking all over the place in the, in the yeah. I think it was the second or third round. She, her, her left eye was closed. She could hardly speak after the fight because her mouth was so swollen. The, in terms yeah. of damage, there was far more damage inflicted on Michelle Watterson. Um, I think where Michelle Waterson maybe have edged the fight is where 
she would blitz. She would throw three or four punches that would yeah. kind of just touch or maybe miss, but end off with a very hard leg kick. She would yeah. always do a blitz, end up with with a hard leg kick. That is a very uh, good style that she uses. But a lot of those punches weren't connecting. So she no, was only connecting with the hard leg kick. So it just looks like an absolute barrage to a, to a judge. And, and yeah. I believe, you know, obviously watching it in person, watching it on TV is a complete different story. But I honestly believe the judge that gave it to Michelle Ward, uh, to Angela Hill, uh, I think it was a 49-48? Something like that. Was I've right. As, that that yeah. judge was right. The judge that fought, scored at 49-46 is blind. Hmm. And and I honestly believe that, that Angela Hill... Okay, you, they always say don't leave it to the judges, etc., etc. Angela Hill won that fight, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I mean, even it comes down to also what Dan says is that... Um, Michelle also tried, what, five or six takedowns, and she only got one. Angela kept defending every single takedown. Like, I mean, she didn't even get close to a takedown. She would just, like, block her off and just move out the way. Okay. So eventually, I think it was, like, fourth round that Michelle finally got her down. Yeah, but the, um, what you, I think what you have to think about there as well is, um, yeah, she defended five. To, to say now she defended five out of the six takedowns. I'm yeah. talking about Angela. Yeah. Michelle, Michelle still got one takedown more than Hill. So, so she got it. She got the one takedown. Now no, that's yeah, what the yeah. judges sometimes look at it when yeah, scoring no. around. Yeah. But you've often said that, you know, sometimes you also need to score, uh, I think so. Defense, like just, I, I think so yeah. as high or maybe can not just as high, but high, which they don't seem to be doing. Well, but, yeah. I, I, I say, uh, and I think Bisping says the same thing, and I think Cormier said the same thing. Michael Bisping said it best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> so so um, <laughs> if someone is taken down and they stand straight back up, that should be one for one. Yeah. So if, if they get taken down and hurt, that's a takedown. If they get taken down and they stand straight back up, it should be seen as, okay, good, very good takedown and very good wrestling to get back up. Yeah. So it should be seen as like, okay, cancels out. But yeah. if, there's, if, there's six takedown, if there's six takedown attempts and one takedown, you could see that as a win for the person who gets the takedown. And you could say, okay, good perseverance. Finally got it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, gee, I'd also have to, I'd, yeah, as you said, the fight was so close. I mean, I would definitely call the first two rounds Angela. Um, uh, without a doubt, first round. Second round was also super close, but I would also call it Angela. But Michelle in the third round and fourth round, just her precision. So Michelle took most of her damage in the first and second round. That's where I think it just kept getting worse because she got knocked so hard. Mm. But from the third round up, she just turned on her accuracy. She got her flow and she she was fighting amazingly from third round look there dude there's no denying that she that she was um that she she really came back in the latter rounds yeah, yeah. um there's no denying that whatsoever yeah. i think that may have even been the difference in the fight yeah. um to for the judges to say look she's really turned it up a notch but i don't think she turned it up Enough, enough at least yeah. in one of the rounds to have won three rounds to two that's all i'm yeah. saying uh, and it, so, look i mean the judge's scorecard is completely final 
there's yeah. nothing we can do about it. And I honestly, there's one positive thing that we can take out of this entire situation is that um, Michelle Waterson, I mean, Angela Hill's stock doesn't go down. No. I think she she's still going to yeah. be a, a force to, to reckon with in that division. I mean, did you look at her when she first... Um, when she first got into the octagon, she was shadow boxing. Did you see how crisp her, her shadow boxing looked? Dude, yeah, she she you can see she's got that build as well. Like she's definitely got a lot of boxing background and yeah. Well, she said in her in her post fight interview that she she needs to take bitches down more. So she's obviously got some wrestling as well. And um, and she's also got a rad attitude. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I like her. I liked her. I think, and then I was going to say, you are right because it says here total strikes 162 to 146, but significant strikes 128 to 131 for Hill. So Waterson was missing a lot. And I, I think maybe you're right. The judges just didn't see it. Um, that from dude, what I, I saw, promise you, that's how I feel. Yeah. So, so, so from what I saw, I just feel like. Um, uh, so I'm going to talk about the fact that she got her brown belt. Um, we have seen this before. So Tyron Woodley, he submitted Darren Till uh, in the welterweight title fight. And he was given his black belt by, I forget his coach's name slips me now, but he's a very famous coach. But anyway, so Tyron... Darren Till's Tyron, coach? No, no, Tyron Woodley was given his black belt. Didn't Thomas? But he, yes. Yeah, he submitted Darren Till and he was given... Is that his grappling coach though? Um, uh, yeah, it is. Right? I think that's his head coach. Uh, no, but he was given his black. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, he when he beat his... Darren Till, yeah. Okay. Um, Do you want to look I'll it up quickly? Now. I can look it up. Dun Thomas. Yeah, that's his jujitsu coach. It's okay. his head coach and his and his jujitsu coach, I think. Uh, so Dun Thomas gave Tyron Woodley his black belt, but he won the fight with a sub. So I was quite surprised to see Michelle got her brown belt after beating Angela Hill. But she won by a decision. So it yeah. might be a case of he wanted to give her, like she'd been grading or something. You know, usually with um, blue belt, purple belt, it's when you're grading. And I think when you get to your black belt, it's more like an honor thing. It's how much have you uh, grown as a jiu-jitsu player? How much have you given back to jiu-jitsu community uh, in your training? Um, how much, uh, you know, it's also about your attitude in the gym. What type of person are you like to be around and how much do you, um, you know, buy your attitude and your, and uh, do you affect the environment of the gym? Yeah. And I think that's maybe where, when the brown belts and the black belts come into play. Um, so I, I don't want to shit on it, but I like to see someone when getting it's a, a sub win. Get a sub submission win. Yes, yeah, I on. agree with you. I also thought, I thought that was strange. I wasn't going to mention it. So thanks for bringing that up. Um, it was, it completely eluded, eluded me uh, today, but yeah, that's a very, very good point. Um, and for such a close win as well, it, yeah. it is a, you know, they may see it as a war, you know, you, what you went through such yeah, hell yeah. to get that win. But she, I think uh, it was way too close. Uh, but then yeah. again, uh, she yeah. may have been working hard. Maybe that was the final straw she needed just to, she, maybe right. she won in something. Yeah. Uh, it must be that. Yeah. yeah and then that was because Also on the ground, I didn't see a lot of uh, escapes. I didn't see her, um, you know, pulling her arm out of an armbar or something amazing, but I, I didn't see that. I didn't actually watch the whole fight. So yeah. Um, also I'm not a jujitsu coach, so let me not, uh, <laughs> let me no, not but, but, but you, you're a white belt. Hey, 
But you, but I'm you're a, from, a white belt, so you're you're, a, a, from you're corner, a practitioner. More importantly, I'm a from the corner commentator, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but listen, you've got listen, you've got more credentials than Jay and I. So yeah. No, but I mean, my my grandmother's got more credentials. Or even your sister's got more credentials than we do. Oh well, yeah, she's what, got Dan, a few. You she's... take you take down G. I'll give you a brown belt, bro. Well, wait, uh, you, wait, division you, boys. Easy, no, easy, easy, easy pickings. I I'll do it with my white belt. Okay, okay cool. no, all no, right. You, just just I, settle I, I down. Get... All right, just settle down. Boy. By the way, by the way, we can get. Uh, I'll ask Brandon if he wants to. I'll ask the black belt if he wants to come on from the corner as a guest. Let's do what? it, man. Let's do it. I'm, uh, yeah. It's about time we I had a guest on from the corner. If we're going to be branching out and we're sorting out our shit, we've got, I don't know if you guys like this new or the listeners or whoever's watching likes the new layout. It's, I think, I think uh, it's, it's doing us well. Drop us oh. a thumbs up. Drop us like a thumbs layout. up 100%. Right, guys, and we need to get into the next, uh, next card. Yeah, let's whip let's it up. It. We need to get into the next card. But the first thing I need to ask before we get into the next card Michelle Waterson wants a title shot. She wants the fastest, uh, uh, the fastest thing uh, route to the title. What is next for Angela Hill? What is next for Michelle Waterson? It was a war. Yeah. It was a fantastic fight to watch. What happens next, Dan? I I've already seen Michelle Waterson versus Thug Rose. Well, Thug, well, you can't you can't book Thug Rose because Thug Rose is going to be fighting uh, Zhang Wei Li soon. Yeah. Yeah. So I've already seen that. I. So the fastest route, did they, they're fighting at flyweight, right? Let me just look. Strawweight. Waterson, Waterson is a strawweight. She's a, she's a big strawweight. 115. Wow. Sure, she's, she's not a small strawweight. Uh, okay, I don't see... No, dude, Whaley Michelle Waterson was the atomweight Invicta champion. Yeah, That's that was before... 105 pounds, I think it is. All right, I'm just not going to comment, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's developed since then. Um, <laughs> as a fighter, as a fighter. Um, so, uh, who did you say uh, is going up against Wailing? Uh, uh, Rose. Rose, is, Rose is fighting oh, Wailing. So I, I can't see Waterson getting a title shot after a decision win versus Hill. I say. What about Joanna? You give us Joanna versus. Yeah. I think we agree on that. Joanna versus Waterson. And I think Joanna's fought Waterson and completely uh, derailed her. Recently, I you're right. Again. I think you. I think you're right. Yeah, uh, that was a five-round clinic. Give me a give me a week to think about it. And then, okay, and all right. Let's okay, let's let's move on to the next card because yeah, let's I talk mean, about the main card. Well, listen, because, the options are endless. Put it that way. Yeah, they are. Put it that way. Look on this card, we've got. <laughs> I think on this card we've got Mackenzie Dern. We've got Kamza Chiviyev. And Chimaev. I smash everybody. We've got Donald Cerrone. And Nico Price, and then we've got Chaos versus Woodley. Oh, and we've got Kevin Holland versus Darren the Dentist. Boom. Oh. Why is he called Darren the Dentist? Take us through. Okay, so UK fighter, um, Darren the Dentist Stewart, built like a brick (laughs) shit ass, exciting fighter, very... (laughs) What are you laughing at, bro? (laughs) Darren the Dentist, why is that his nickname? Well, uh, I don't know why, because he probably knocks he, people's teeth he out. He takes I don't your know. teeth and he doesn't leave names. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Darren Stewart, uh, he, he's, he's an English fighter. He's, he's recently fought at the Apex, came off a beautiful win. Um, Kevin Holland is an absolute character. He's a talker. He is, I mean, he made mincemeat out of his previous um, uh, opponent. 
He's done that multiple times. He beat Thiago Santos for Pete's sake. So mm. it's going to be amazing. Oh, did he beat Thiago Santos or did he did he just lose a decision, Thiago Santos? Let's just find that out quickly. I might I I stand corrected. I don't think he beat Thiago Santos. Okay, but he, he hung I'll in there. Um, and, and, he, and he could not be finished. He's an excellent fighter. He's grown so much since that fight. He is exciting. To, I mean, what? The, uh, you, you cannot say more good things about Kevin Holland. He's just talks shit in, in, in the cage. He gets in your head. He's almost like a Connor, but more funny. Um, so it, 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 it's super cool to see that they're going to be kicking off the main card. I'm really, really... That's my I'm fight that I'm, I'm looking forward for to, well. uh, uh, I think, the most. So he lost your decision, just by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I gathered, yeah. I get, but he hung in there. He wasn't finished. Yeah, it was third round. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thoroughly. <laughs> I'm not saying that's the most exciting. I'm just looked at the rest of the card. I'm like, I'm an absolute idiot for saying that. Um, but I'm really looking <laughs> I mean, forward to, to that Walker, fight. Um, I can't believe Johnny Walker's back. Yeah, well, Johnny Walker really desperately needs a win. Yeah, he does. I mean, I think we, I mean, Mackenzie Dern versus Rana Marcos. I think both uh, fighters are coming. Uh, Mackenzie's just come up for a win um, after having given birth to her to her child. And then Rana Marcos coming off a loss. I, I can't remember who she lost to. So it's going to be a, a good uh, fight between the two. But I give, I give Mackenzie a uh, submission win there. Oh, yeah, I say Mackenzie, second round sub. Yeah, second round sub for sure. Kevin Holland, Darren Stewart, that's going to be an amazing fight. I've got to say, I'm going with Holland on this one. I'm going to go with the dentist just because yeah. his name is the dentist. But I'm going to watch that one. I'm excited. He's yeah, that, that, I mean, you really need to take notice on, on Kevin Holland specifically. Daniel, if you don't watch this fight by next week, I'm going to come <laughs> and check you out. No, no. I, 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 <laughs> see, I can't think of a fight of Kevin Holland, but I definitely remember the dentist, and he was brutal. Well, um, how about this for a little bit of homework? Go look at Kevin Holland's highlight reel at, or funniest moments on YouTube, because that will be super fun to watch. Yeah. Kevin. And after that, Kevin Hart. And then <laughs> after that, Kevin Hart. Um, Ke no, you know what? More, you must watch. You must watch Kevin Hart giving the NBA people a hard time uh watch kevin hart versus skip bayless on youtube watch kevin hart versus chuck charles barkley and the inside guys if you want at least half an hour of crying he... on the floor entertainment go watch oh, wow. kevin hart okay. was this you mean like... recent or is it old just say just say kevin hart roasting nba and inside guys yeah, but I'm saying, when was this done? Was this? Oh, this uh, is throughout old? the years. I mean, there's uh, uh, millions cool. of highlights. Oh, okay. He's always involved there. That's but anyway, like when he uh, gives the when he gives the rock shit, he gives <laughs> everybody shit, dude. Yeah. Um, okay. You yeah. know what, guys? We need to talk about Johnny Walker because yeah. Johnny Walker was rising up the division way too fast, way too fast. Hundred percent. They by they by mistake gave him. Who did he fight? Oh, Corey Anderson. Yeah, yeah. and he got dodged in one round. He, he got murked. That was yeah, after he, got, he also busted his own shoulder after winning. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, that's the kind of guy we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a funny, he's a bit of a clown, but he got murked by Corey Anderson. Yeah. yeah. And, well, anyway. listen, let's quickly touch on that because that is a name that is synonymous right now in MMA. How is Corey Anderson 
after just losing to, I think it was uh, Jan Blahovic, I think. Who Jan was Blahovic. it? And get, he requests a release from the UFC to go to Bellator. What are your thoughts? I'm happy for him. He can make more money. Yeah, that's um, true. I mean, what yeah. I think I, I was listening to, I think it was Bisping today where he said, uh, you know, at the UFC kind of squeezed the, the juice of what they thought he was worth and then let him move on. So, um, brutal. in my opinion, in, yeah, yeah, it is brutal, but that is, you know, any company you work for, actually, they squeeze as much juice as they can out of you and that's life. If you don't like it, start your own business. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so, and in a promotion like this, I mean, you got to work for someone. You're not starting your own small thing unless your name's Oscar De La Hoya and you hire. <laughs> but um, let's not let's but, not get uh, into the De La Hoya news, yeah, please. Yeah, but Corey Anderson, I think when it comes to Corey, I would have, uh, in my opinion, he should have stuck around. He got mm. a bad loss versus Jan, uh, and Blahovic is he's, he's. I mean, what is he called? Polish? Uh, what's he? His hands are made of flipping steel. <laughs> he's called the polish hammer what's his name the polish uh something like can't, that can't remember what polish hammer or something because he's got those fucking heavy bombs and well he broke luke rockhold's jaw that's just one of the things he did and i mean i mean luke rockhold needs needs to fight at 185 i think 100 um, i agree but but uh cory anderson if he gets one or two big wins in that division against someone like johnny walker again or against someone like ryan span or against maybe a, I don't know, a Chris Weidman, anyone, someone at light, he at light heavyweight. Th there's a quick, there's a there's a quick turnaround for him. There's a title shot for him because John Bones Jones has left that division. Yeah, look, yeah, maybe he maybe he felt like he, you know, maybe he felt like Bellator is just offering him more for his next fight, and he he was a bit, in my opinion, short sighted. But you know, there, he could be a champion at Bellator too. And yeah, make big dollars. No, 100%. Look, I mean, I, I honestly think that Corey Anderson will make his way to the top at Bellator. I mean, if you look at that light heavyweight division, it's all like the, these guys are like 38 plus in the, in the light heavyweight division. There's, there's a few um, younger guys, but I mean, the they're champion. making all, all of these fights are Machida, Phil Davis. I mean, how old is Phil Davis and how old is Machida? Uh, they, they've been going on for, for, for years. I mean, They've got guys like, I mean, Ryan Bader. How old is Ryan Bader? He's just lost his, <coughs> he's just lost his, uh, his title. Um, you know, these guys yeah. are getting on. Bellator, it's like, Bellator loves putting on exhibition fights that, that uh, as far as I'm concerned, like, I've seen all those before, you know? It's all Correct. Happened, yeah. But uh, who, who is, Mach who isn't, um... Leoto Machida. Yeah, but who's Machido? Isn't he's fighting at light heavyweight? Isn't he going to fight? Uh, he fought Phil Davis Nemkov? this weekend. Oh no! But who's going to fight Vadim Nemkov? Um, Nemkov fought better and won and won <laughs> and won. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's got he's got someone else coming up um, that used to be a UFC guy. Anyway, uh, yeah, Nemkov well, Nemkov is a killer, and I think yeah. if Corey Anderson fights Nemkov, I'm watching that. Yeah, yeah, well, one hundred percent. I agree with you, but yeah. but yeah. you know. Uh, also, another one in Bellator you got to watch out is for uh, Diego Lima is going to be taking on Gegard Musasi for the vacant middleweight title. Middleweight. Yeah. yeah. So and that's going to be fun. Um, you see, I like Lima at welterweight. Do you think he can hang at middleweight? I think Look he can hang. Look what happened to Rory. I think he can hang. Oh. Look what happened to Rory. Um, Listen, I mean, uh, give the guy a shot. 
the th- he's still got his welterweight title. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so if uh, he loses, he's still got his welterweight title. And Musasi's game, man, he'll do anything. He just wants Musasi is a big loss to the UFC, as far as I'm concerned. Absolutely, big loss. I think so. Big loss. In that he, middleweight division, there. They, yeah, he 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 should never have left. He should have fought Michael Bisping for the title. I think. And and it's weird the 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 le- uh, uh, the the UFC got the less uh, the the not as good brother Lima. Who else? Diego who's, who's Lima's at Bellator and, and, and the UFC's got his brother. Um, I can't oh, remember yeah, what, his, what, his, what his first name is, but his brother's in UFC and Diego Lima's got the bigger name. Mm. Okay. Well, clearly, Oza just getting paid more dosh or getting more fights or more opportunities <laughs> yeah. to get paid more. So. Oh, it's, it's not Diego Lima. It's Douglas Lima. Douglas Lima, sorry. Check who his brother is. I think Diego is his brother. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay, well, so uh, who are you calling Johnny Walker and Ryan Spann? I'm going to say Johnny Walker first round knockout. I think he comes back. Jay? I want him to. I've, I've always enjoyed him, so I want him to win. Yeah, so, I like so, his style. Yeah. Got to be honest, Ryan Spann, I've watched his last three fights. He is a slow starter. Um, so then Johnny Walker starts off fast. So. Well, no, well, the thing is, Ryan Spann could... Uh, no, I've got Johnny Walker on this one as well. I'm not even going to go into it. But um, Ryan Spann has shown a bit of cardio issues and he's not as explosive um, in the first round as as, yeah. as he should be against a guy like Johnny Walker. Yeah. Well, that we'll see. Maybe he's trained better and actually he's going to come out fighting. Yeah. Starting off fighting. And then talk of the town, Ooh, Hamzat the Chimaev. You... The double booker, Dana's Dana's um, little uh, Dana's pet, Hamza coming off two wins of Fight Island, one at welterweight, one at middleweight, but the welterweight coming after, which means he had to cut a whole bunch of pounds, coming up against Gerald Mershot, with who is an absolute ground specialist, thirty-one and thirteen, eight and no. Gerald Mershot's a little bit upset that they're trying to put Damian Maya against uh, Hamza shortly after this at the Fight Island card. And um, he feels a bit disrespected. Do you agree with him? Jay? Just, I, yeah, I would think so. I mean, maybe what they're trying to do is just to see, okay, this Hamza, let's just actually give him something that is really going to prove if he's got all it can take. So let's give him someone that can actually hold his own and... If he does it, then okay, holy crap, there's something to this guy. If not, yeah. cool, cheers, bro. Like, let's actually just give it to him, and then let's stop this. I agree. It's too big. I agree, but I think that he's already proven it. Uh, um, yes, I mean he. he I mean, he just, he did just, you look at the strike differential? Dude, he was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but but you're right. So yeah, you actually you, you you I think you hit the nail on the head there. If he wins against Mershot and then, uh, sorry, uh, Maya, wow. Then he needs to fight. <laughs> then give him a Tyron, a Chaos. Give him one of those guys. Give him a top five. Do you know give what? If, if this Burns. is possible, do you even know what we're dealing with? Does he cut a lot of weight to get to welterweight? How does he look I don't know. on the scale? I don't okay, know. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch him closely at middleweight. And what does he weigh in at? Does he weigh in at 185.5? Or does no, he, weigh he in weighs in at 185 flat. 
Is it? And then 170. And then 170 he flat. 171. See, we, we can't give you too much information because this guy has come out of nowhere. <laughs> you see what? There's what video footage. Happens. Sorry, sorry, Dan. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say what sometimes happens is like with George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre fought Michael Bisping for the title at middleweight, right? But George is a welterweight. Yeah. Uh, quite a natural welterweight. Doesn't need to cut a lot. He's even thinking about going down to lightweight. Uh, and I suppose we do need to move on, but because we need to still talk about George's haircut. But um, <laughs> yeah, so when George uh, stood on the scale at 185, he said, and I'm, I might be misquoting him, but I think he drank two liters of water to weigh 184.5. He, he needed to weigh an extra two kilograms and he didn't want to show Michael Bisping his hand, you know, that he was underweight. So he drank a lot of water to weigh in at 184.5, which would have meant he would have come in at about 181 or 180, sort of just under 182. So sometimes uh, maybe Chimaev is, uh, is also doing the same thing at middleweight. So, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch him on the scales and just see how he looks. Not that, I, not that I will really know what's going on, but yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, now, I'm now very interested in this guy's career. It's awesome. I'd love to see him versus Gilbert Burns, someone like that. Oof. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I'm yeah, very excited for well, that. Well, he's got to get past uh, two very tough killers first. But, but in, what I'm Mershana saying, Dan, what I'm I, saying, if he does, this is going to be big. Special. This is going to be yeah. big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's, let's, let's get on to that, to that card, well, eh? Just on just on the last just on the last point on that, we didn't know what we had. We we none of us knew really how good Gilbert Burns was a year ago. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's MMA. Things change quick. One hundred percent, man. That's crazy. Um, I love the sport so much. What's the next fight on the card, boys? I'll uh, tell you now. It's Mr. Cowboy and Nico Price. Oh, can can I can I start on this? Yes, Do please it. go. This is not a good fight for Cowboy. No, I'm <clears> also thinking that. I'm I'm a massive fan of Cowboy Cerrone. Yeah. And I'm worried. I don't think yeah. he. I, honestly, I, I can I be honest with you? I don't think he's going to beat Nico Price. No, neither. It's do either I. you're going to see a dominant, absolute, in, enraged animal in Cowboy who comes out off starting the blocks like Connor did against him. Yeah. Something like that. Nico Price has the weirdest ways to find wins. Mm. Ham under from the ground, hammer fists with Randy Brown, <laughs> up kicks yeah. with James Vick. You got to watch this guy. Everybody needs to watch this guy. Yeah. Well, we're all going to be doing uh, it on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. We, no, we're going to, and and I, um, I'm going to go cowboy for this fight. Oh, I really? just think something tells me Nico Price is a killer. I know that, and I really like Nico Price. I think he finds ways to win, as you said. Um, he's a very inventive and very determined guy. But I just think Cowboy's going to go out there and throw leather because his career is coming to an end. One of these I, fights, we're going to see Cowboy throw gloves down. If he doesn't yeah. win this, what what do you th do you think Cowboy? I think gonna he, I think he retires. I think if he wins, he stays. And I, I, I don't think. I think we, the last, I don't think we ever see Cowboy at lightweight again. I think that part of his career is over. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't no, 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 no. I mean, lightweight, yes. Yeah, I don't think you see him yeah. at lightweight again. Because, I mean, he, yeah. he, he was going to go for a run at the title and then. No, he did well. He lost. He, he no, but then he lost. He lost, mean, against, he lost against um, Connor. No, Connor, he lost at welterweight. He lost oh, at lightweight. Job. 
He lost at lightweight Who against. Who did he lose against at lightweight? It might have been Tony. He lost versus Tony. Oh yes, that's it. When he, his eye swelled up. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah. That. Oh man. You oh, know, that was brutal. He blew his nose. I, I don't know. I, I feel like Nico is a definite favorite, but I'm gonna just go with Cowboy, and we'll chat next week. For angst, eh? You just you've got the faith. Yeah. What do you think, Jay? Yeah, I'm gonna go Nico Price. Yeah. All right. I, I love Cowboys so much, Finish? but I, yeah. I've got to talk so hard to say that, yeah. on what I think's going to happen. Yeah. I just think, I, I don't know. I think, I think Donald, something funny happens and he just whacks him and breaks yeah, his listen, nose. Listen, I hope Cowboy wins for Cowboy's sake. Yeah. But also, you got to yeah. look at a guy like Nico Price. Nico Price needs a win. Yeah. No, he does. It's, yeah, so exactly. He, he just recently lost against Vicente Luque. Was Donald's last fight? Uh, it wasn't against Connor. He's fought since then, huh? Yeah, he yeah, fought. he lost against. Um, so lost, yeah. What's that say again, Jay? I, was, I said it was also lost. I can't remember whose fight was against. Uh, who did he recently yeah, lose? It, 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 it could have been. It could have been. Who's the guy? Who's the last guy? Nico Price fought. Um, no, that was that was Vicente Luque. Yeah, didn't didn't Cerrone fight Vicente um, Luque? No, he didn't. No, I'm gonna look it up quickly because now it's Anthony Pettis. Anthony, Anthony Perez, yeah, he lost to Anthony at welterweight, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then so so we got to move on to Chaos versus T Wood. Absolutely, What's absolutely. What's give thoughts, it, give, give I, us I a little preview going. there, Dan. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. No. So so T Wood, he he's looked a bit, you know, not very sharp in his last two fights, whereas Colby's looked incredible in his yeah. last couple of fights. Um, you know, Usman's beaten both of them, but Usman's also beat Masvidal. Usman's the champion for a reason. He's just kicking ass left, right, and center. Um, and actually, I would like to just say, while we're on this point, uh, while we're on this topic of welterweights, Usman is the most dangerous fighter in the UFC right now. But we'll come back to Us Usman uh, in, a, in a following episode. Uh, I think Chaos gets the win. I really think he's going to overwhelm Woodley. I think Woodley has his best days are behind him. But there is always that, you know, uh, Woodley's got that, uh, he's got that sort of that Deontay Wilder eraser. He's got, uh, Teddy Atlas calls it the eraser. He can be losing a fight and just hits you with something that you don't see and, yeah. and you sleep for a very long time after that because <laughs> Tyron Woodley's got heavy hands. Um, but I, I'm going to give this one to Colby Covington decision. I'm calling and it. That's a main well. event. That's a long fight. Okay, well, I'm... If 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 he manages to pull the trigger, Tyron, mm. he may give Colby be nice. some some worries. He may catch him, yeah. but in terms of how I see the fight playing, I see Colby dominating. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the way I see it. I think uh, yeah. I think honestly, to, in my opinion, and this is, means no disrespect. I'm not a fighter. I'm a fan. I believe with all the other shit that. TMZ and rap albums and all that other shit. I mean, look, I mean, let's not forget that he is training with Masvidal, but he's got, I think, at his age, with his family, he's kind of got one foot out the door. Yeah. His yeah. focus isn't truly there. Yeah. Okay, and Jay, your prediction? Um, I'm going to, yeah. Colby, I'm going to say third round. Hmm. S second or third? Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't even call around. I'm not. I'm submission not. I'm not willing to go submission there. Submission or a, a TKO? I'm gonna go TKO. I think it's just. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Colby so. doesn't. Colby's not really a submission guy. He usually just ground and pounds and fucking. Yeah. 
dirty as the oak. If if anything, yeah, I think it could be a it could be a fourth or fifth round Ooh. TKO. But I honestly I think taking strength and strength and durability, I think goes to decision and I think Colby takes it. Oh really? It. You yeah. think it's gonna last the whole five? Well if you yeah, look at if said, you look at I also said at, Colby decision because okay. um Sorry, uh, Rock. Uh, you remember, um, Tyrone's got a really good dash choke. He showed it a few times, and he showed it against Darren Till, who's not really a jiu-jitsu guy or a wrestler. But Colby is a wrestler, and I don't think he's going to lock Colby up in any subs. I think Colby no. takes it. I think Tyrone Woodley learns his lesson from the last two fights and doesn't get knocked out and sort of keeps his, his defense. And, and there's going to be an onslaught from Colby, let me tell you that now. No, he's, 100%. He's younger, he's fitter, he's more hungry. He wants to get back to the title he wants to fight a Masvidal or an Usman soon uh even a wonder boy you know someone at the top of that division um but uh I don't think Tyron Woodley gets knocked out or subbed I think he uh, you know he he manages to survive and and I think Colby gets the the decision that way okay cool yeah I agree I agree were you thinking the same we're, thing Rock? yeah we're on the so, same yeah. page 100 percent. okay so okay. I'll be messaging you guys when uh, he gets knocked out in the okay. I'm, okay. I'm listen I said I said if anything it could be a fourth or Don't fifth change round your mind TKO now. Don't change your mind but now. no I'm going my first my first instinct is it's gonna be a decision. grind out decision Colby's okay. favor okay so so let's go to the I mean that's a that's a huge fight and we'll be back next week to to uh you know Discuss chat about the that 100%. it's a huge card we'll be back next week to sort of uh give you guys a rundown on how that went down but we do have a special treat for the listeners um you know in the meantime give us a like give us a subscribe help us out where we want to work that youtube algorithm let's move on to the the social stuff uh, yes okay bro. so i'll be calling them up um i want to i want to do the uh, nate diaz one okay say, no well, we, will, we will we uh, will let you lead the way my man We'll let Dan, you lead the way. Just, up, uh, just got to pull it up quickly. Say something that um, our SA champion is apparently had an opportunity to go fight and he couldn't get there. Or what was that? Um, um, oh no, you're talking about. Uh, okay, so no, Donnie Madge was meant yeah. to fight. I saw a podcast where Don said he. he apologies, I don't know whose podcast it was, but I. Um, they are right. quite, they're quite, quite well known. Sorry, guys, I do apologize. You know, but from the corner is just so huge. We don't know all these little guys. Don, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Don Madge was on there, and he said he could have gone to to Yas Island, but yeah, the South African government is just about as useful as a um, a flea in your bed at night. When you, <laughs> when you, when so you he had the opportunity. Dog. He had yeah. a fight lined up, and he he just couldn't go. Yeah, the South African government. Yes, uh, I take every chance I can to trash the South African, the ANC. So I might as well take another chance. Uh, yeah, they are just useless and he couldn't go. Sorry. So hopefully that doesn't ruin any prospects for him. No, no, UFC. I think Dana understands. It's not his oh, fault. Okay, cool. It's, uh, okay. Soro Ramaphosa is, yeah, like I said, is like a flea on a dog's back. And so is his organization. Anyway. <laughs> All right, boys. Yeah, I pulled up that the, social media uh, burns. Uh, have, I, gonna yeah, have, I, have, I, have I made Brought myself clear how I really feel about the ANC? What? Uh, oh, okay, oh cool. sorry. Uh, social oh. media burns brought to you by Scallywag Chili. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Okay. First one up. Burns in. Burns in. Burns out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, this is from Mike Perry. 
Fuck the Diaz brothers. Fuck East the Diaz Coast, bro. bitch. <laughs> yeah, but it's, he's got a good Perry uh, oh, geez, accent. Bro. Um, Fuck the Diaz brothers. West Coast, bitch. So yeah, this is just black and white. Hey guys, did you ever watch? Okay, no. Let's. Uh, I wonder if we'll no, get no, taken no. down if we do this. But no, uh, we'll we'll try it. We'll try it. Um, yes. We'll show you a little we'll clip of the it. best of best of Mike Perry with the schmo. Um, <laughs> so okay, yeah, this end. is fuck the deers, brothers. East Coast bitch. <laughs> Shab- so, yeah, so- shalom, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> platinum uh, platinum Mike Perry was obviously saw that um, Diaz was trending, so he wanted to get on some hype there. But yeah, uh, yeah he got two two thousand seven hundred likes. Let's move on. Yeah, let's Jeez. move on. Um, oh, so we we did uh, we just yeah. want to say um, we did just want to have a shout out to uh, Navid Avkari. We'll have a uh, two seconds of silence. Just want to uh, thank you. Now, it's not someone we knew. He wasn't in the UFC, but apparently was a world champion for Iran. Um, he got executed by the government for going to a peaceful protest. That and, and he was and he was forced into the 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 story is he's, he's he was forced into a confession. It is be- yeah. it is alleged that what happened, he took part of a pre- in a uh, peaceful protest. He there was a death of a security officer. Yeah, and, yeah. and he was f- and, uh, he was forced and tortured into making a convic- uh, a confession, and yeah, this was so. in 2018, and the world has been pleading for Iran to pardon this man, yet they still failed to listen to the voice yeah. of the world, and I think yeah. they need to take heed of what what the world yeah, said yeah. is that you cannot execute someone for something that they didn't do yeah, yeah. so two, two two things on this um just before we move on uh, uh so three things like pay tribute to him obviously and, and and just make you know a little bit of awareness that we can generate just you know the podcast uh but uh the other the other two things is you know shout out dana white for bringing yeah. some awareness to it because dana white that's dana white is a donald trump as well American. Yeah, yeah, Donald Trump as well. Donald Shout Trump out to those guys. And then thirdly, like just, you know, I always shit on the ANC because they're so useless. But I'm very lucky that I live in a, uh, a democracy, okay? Yeah. It doesn't seem like a democracy all the time. You know, they do, they do have stupid laws that they, um, that they enforce, you know, especially around COVID. They do steal. They stole food parcels. It is bullshit. But I can actually sit here and say on YouTube, fuck the president and fuck his organization. And it is a democracy, so I'm not going to get executed. So, it, you know what? At the end of the day, um, we don't live in a shit country. I'm sorry, I hate using this. It's yeah, go for the it. People, the, Iranians, the Iranians are actually very beautiful people. I've met a few. They're amazing people. Um, but we live in South Africa. We should just be so lucky that we live in a country like yeah. SA um, where you don't get executed for forced confession. So, yeah. you know, never, never take your country for granted. We do have our problems, but we don't live in that uh, no, that's absolutely well said, I want to say, say pile of shit, but the country itself is beautiful, and so are the people. It's the government that's a theocracy <clears throat> Just, that, yeah. that uh, rules with the Quran and says, yeah, yeah. we're going to... Well, essentially, I mean, you can't take the country that you're living in for granted, especially yeah. based on what happened to Navid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so actually, Cyril, love you too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one, boys. He's back at it. Conor McGregor uh, has been arrested God, in Corsica. Taking names. 
So, so what, what happened to Connor Rock? What actually happened? So oh, no, basically you, what happened is... sexual the, assault charge. Yeah. I'll, I'll read it for you. The, the former 2-8 UFC champion has been in the region preparing for a 180-kilometer voyage to raise awareness of water safety. He was due to start a trip in, from Corsica to Monaco uh, today alongside Princess Charlene, who is South African, of Monaco, but was forced to withdraw. The 32-year-old was arrest arrested and taken into custody following an incident in a bar after a complaint was lodged with police on Thursday. A statement from the prosecutor said following uh, a complaint filed on September 10th, denouncing acts that could be described as attempted sexual assault and sexual ex exhibition mr connor anthony mcgregor was su was subject to of a hearing to police so basically what happened was he apparently followed a uh, a married french woman into a bathroom and exhibited his Bad bits time. to her and uh att attempted to sexually assault her oh god what is sexual exhibition uh. Oh, uh, he showed his dick to her. Took his cock out. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, moving, moving on. I'm yeah. done. Yeah, with moving on. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> okay. No, okay. So listen. One, look. Yeah. Also, there's one thing that we need to understand is that a lot of the problem that's happened, especially in 2020, as well uh, in 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 the world, especially due to lockdown and all that kind of stuff, social media has gone rampant. The one thing yeah. is, we were in the court of public opinion here. Yeah, yeah. He might be innocent. Exactly. I'm done with him for now, but he might be innocent. And yeah, totally. It must it must be the worst thing in the world to be accused of whipping Sexual your cock assault, out when you yeah. actually didn't. Uh, but yeah, that's why I said moving on. We don't know the truth. So okay, next one. Um, this is yours, Dan. <laughs> yeah, this is mine. This is just to show chaos versus word. We we ah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I thought this was chaos versus Woodley. Yeah, we've already spoken about that. But this, ladies and gentlemen. Is Taran Dill. Taran Dill. Taran Brisbane. Sorry. And by Till, I mean a cucumber. <laughs> All right. Yeah, next. Still, yeah. So this, the, the story behind this is that uh, the, the internet has just been doing its thing, and you can trust the internet to be the internet, uh, and you can also never trust the internet, so don't. And Taran Dill has just been getting his face copied and pasted onto 40 different thousand people and he's retweeting everybody he's retweeting everybody there is a bigger story to this is, is that Angela Hill was the first uh, black woman to headline yeah. a UFC card oh okay which is also amazing yeah yeah no, that's, that's history but he's retweeting everybody he's not scared of <laughs> anybody <laughs> except for George St. Pierre except for oh. George St. Pierre <laughs> <laughs> imagine Taran Bisping cutting weight to welterweight again and, and fighting George St. Pierre. Uh, you know, yeah, George, George is growing his hair because he's doing broadcasting now. Oh, uh, is he gonna is he gonna talk? Okay, he's doing he no, he's doing the on. French commentary for UFC. Oh brilliant. Yeah. Bonjour. <laughs> oh, I wish I could I wish Are I could you intoxicated? Aye. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could speak a little bit of French, but I can't. Sometimes anyway, yeah, your yeah, stock is just higher. Sometimes your stock is just higher, and sometimes the grass is just longer. <laughs> now, wait. Also, on him, isn't he? Isn't there talk of him fighting? Um, Khabib. Uh, who was it? Yeah, I've got. To okay. be honest, in in my opinion, I I don't really have any interest in seeing a almost forty year old uh, GSP cutting down to fifty five to fight uh, prime Khabib. I do. Okay, cool. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, but wait, before you move on. Okay, no, that's fine. Okay. Think of George's beautiful face. 
and now okay. just zoom in on this guy's face. Okay, this we, uh, should guy, we zoom, man? Uh, zoom in on this guy's face. Ah, this guy's... Ah, whoa, whoa, ah, sorry, whoa, sorry, sorry, whoa, sorry, sorry. Whoa, whoa. If you want to join our Zoom call, you can right now. <laughs> no, you just, saw, worry, you, just saw our, you just saw our manager's phone number. Our manager <laughs> yeah. gave it. My bad. My so bad, that's my fine, bad. That's fine. Yeah, so Alistair Oberim has is wearing his career on his face. But... As, as 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 messed up as his face looks, he's a charming fellow, and he's actually very. When he was speaking to Ariel, I think it was Ariel. I think it was the goat Halwani. Um, Alistair Oberim is actually a very uh, thoughtful, insightful guy who's got a very good grasp of the English language and very intelligent for a guy that's been for Absolutely. a guy that's had his uh, for a guy that's had his uh, motherboard short circuit. <laughs> yeah, a few times by Francis yeah. especially. Holy crap! That un yeah. that uppercut was next level. But um, um, yeah, listen, Alistair over, and you know what? It's so cool to to hear him speaking to his kids when he's like on an interview with Ariel Hawani, and he's speaking Dutch, and you like can understand him. Yeah, no, he's I like, like "Come stand here, come stand here." <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Um, anyway, we have been missing for three weeks. So the next guy, uh, if we move on to the next one. It's Triple C. Uh, and he's oh dear. And he's and he and you know the, the king of cringe is back. He asked uh, Dana White, "I beg you to allow me to introduce you to the world as C4." C4 so he wants to baby. Fight, he wants to fight Volkanovski for the featherweight title, and I don't think he deserves it. But who the fuck am I to say so? Look, yeah, he's a he's actually a bad matchup for Volk Volkanovski. He is because he's got that deadly wrestling. He's and got he'll that just, wrestling. But I think Volk sparks him clean out and just walks away in the first round and doesn't celebrate at all. But, but Mike, I don't think yeah. I don't think the UFC gives the the old flyweight champ a featherweight fight. My question to you though is, yeah, and to you, Jay, to both of yeah. you guys, I'm you want to see it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I want to see it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of course. I want to I, I see that fight probably just as much as I want to see GSP versus an Omega Motor. Uh, yeah. See, also, I just want to see his ass get whipped. That's no, what you know see. what I want to see? Yeah. I want to see Suhudo going up against uh, anyone, anybody. I'll, I'll no, watch Volkanovski. Fight. If Volkanovski wins or loses. Yeah, but I'll watch Suhudo versus my grandmother. I'll watch Suhudo versus a homeless person on Hope Street. <laughs> I just, I just love what I watch. I love the King of Cringe. No, no, I dig him as well. There, got to be honest. So we've got, we've got two more before we wrap up the okay, show. Okay, let's go. I'm gonna try to do my best Compton impression. And so, so, so the backstory of this is Leon Edwards was was trying to, uh, yeah, he was trying to talk shit to Jorge Masvidal because Masvidal got the Diaz rematch. Apparently, it's happening. It's not yeah. fought, but apparently. Um, so, so Leon Edwards came out and said, stop being a pussy, fight me or whatever. And then Nathan Diaz came out and said, you got fucked up in the back for acting like you were tight. This fight shit in the same everywhere, in or out the cage. Don't get punked over. That goes for kebab also. That was my Compton. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You actually started out pretty well there. That was really good. You got good. fucked up in the back. You so got, got fucked up in the back and you go tight. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. So I think I think Nate Diaz is right to say shut up Leon Edwards because everyone always d does this to Leon Edwards, even though he's an absolute killer, and I think no one wants that. that he will nobody never wants those problems. Yeah, he will nobody never escape the three piece and soda. 
But can I just can I quickly say can I quickly say that I think we should get a Gilbert Burns versus Leon Edwards because those two would give us an absolute that uh, that would be dynamite. Um, uh, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing Diaz versus Masvidal again. But I hasn't do. Hasn't someone called Masvidal out now for the BMF belt? Yeah, I think Diaz. No, it, was so, it wasn't Diaz. It was someone else. Oh, no, McGregor, man, man. It was um, Michelle Pejera. Okay, but I don't know. But that's yeah, not going to happen. But, get a laugh, um, bro. But, but, but also, I don't know what Nathan Diaz is doing calling out Kebab at the end of that little rant. Because yeah. <laughs> Look, because he always... Because you remember, they got into that situation where he, he allegedly uh, yeah, slapped yeah, yeah, Khabib yeah, yeah. at the other event. Yeah, the Compton boys versus the Dagestan yeah, boys. Yeah, I don't yeah. even I really, I really slapped you, really. You <laughs> <laughs> got fucked up in the back for acting tough. This is the real shit. We don't fuck around here. <laughs> okay, and then the last one. We've already spoken about this, but uh, we'll we'll say it one more time. If Kamzat beats, um, if Kamzat beats Mershot, Mershot, and he beats Maya, we've got GM three. Yeah, yeah, it's next level if he does that, eh? And, honest, and, and, and he's calling out Nick Diaz in yeah. his tweet. So okay, so this is, comes at you, Matt. He goes, Inshallah, I'll defeat my next opponent in the white. Please, I can <laughs> fight my Nick Diaz, Nick Diaz back, back to back, same night, every night. Easiest money weight division. <laughs> and Khabib's going, I agree with this. This is number one bullshit. All right. If you can fight Maya, Nate Diaz, and Nick Diaz back to back, same <laughs> night every week, easy money. Baby. Easy money, easy as well to easy fight in lightweight division. This chicken. I think one day we will, if Khabib doesn't retire after his next two fights, I think he might go up. He's sick of yeah? cutting probably. And, he, and maybe, maybe we see a double champ Khabib. I smash two. everybody. Ooh. Easy division. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll oh. all in a few weeks. Yeah. That was, uh, guys, it's great to be back. Um, yeah. yeah, we uh, will see you next week. I know the listeners are shouting at me for missing two weeks, but, uh, you know, we're back now. There shouting you know. at you we, only, we, we yeah? Jeez, you so you're the only one who counts here, bro. No, they're shouting your names at me. So, I mean, uh, okay. all right. monitoring all right. the DMs, right. monitoring the DMs. <laughs> all right. Okay, sweet. No, I like, I like it. I like it. Um, but yeah, great episode, boys. Good to be back. Yeah. Two weeks break. We're going to be back next week. Same time, same place. You cool? Click that We're like. good. This is Click From the, the Corner. Place. We'll see you next week. We're out. Woo! Woo. <laughs>